When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are. Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline at A to Z Sports and hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more great Titans coverage. Uh, we uh, also got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new ride and your new car buying experience at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That means better coverage rates and service at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app, keeping you safe online and do it with a two-week free trial by only using our link, aura.com slash ATOZ. You have to use the link for the two-week free trial, aura.com slash ATOZ. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer uh, with three locations in the Middle Tennessee area, for over 18 years, Murfreesboro, Columbia, and in Franklin, uh, KrebsKaboda.com. So here on this Monday, about to dive into a big Ryan Tannehill conversation. Again, Zach, I hope you had a great birthday weekend. Hope everybody had a great Father's Day weekend. And want to recognize Juneteenth uh, on this Monday morning as well. So Zach, uh, as we get deeper into this NFL offseason, now NFL teams are away, right? Like this is NFL vacation. They go away for five weeks or so. I, I do think some Titans coaches and also some rookies are still kind of hanging around the facility before they part ways, but all the veterans are gone. Uh, they go out and they do whatever they want to do over the next few weeks before getting in shape uh, right here before training camp. And Ryan Tannehill has been a conversation for the last couple of off seasons. We know why two off seasons ago with the three interception game against Cincinnati in the playoffs. Uh, him talking about all the struggles and the dark times he was in because of that. And he came back. I thought he was playing pretty well uh, last season until he sprained his ankle against the Colts in week seven and then fought through that injury and then couldn't do it anymore uh, after getting hurt in LA against the Chargers. And then for the second year in a row, the Titans draft a quarterback in uh, the top three rounds of the draft. We will love us being 33rd overall, basically uh, a first round pick, a fringe first round pick. Uh, they're at 33 overall in the second round. And Ryan Tannehill had a lot of opportunity uh, to not be on this football team. Ryan Carthon could have made moves. He could have saved a bunch of money and got rid of Ryan Tannehill, but he stayed with Tannehill as the Titans starter. So, uh, Zach, we go to Chris Sims. Let's go ahead and play this video for Chris Sims, who is a former NFL quarterback. And maybe before we play the video, Zach, we kind of have a show relationship with Chris Sims. It's been seven-ish years since we've talked to Chris Sims on air, but we we have a kind of a deep tie with Chris Sims that maybe not a lot of the, the digital audience re really remembers or knows at all. Yeah, when we were on radio, he was a, a weekly guest and gave us really great insight uh, on radio hits. And um, 
I developed a relationship with with Chris is and then you know he he set sail and 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 since then he's on Sunday Night Football he's on NBC Pro Football Talk uh, obviously the connection with you know with his dad as a MVP Super Bowl quarterback he himself was a pro quarterback uh, really good guy I've gotten to know him uh, over the years and you know have been impressed with the climb that he's been able to make in national media. Now, when you make the climb in national media, not everybody agrees with what you say because you say so many things. He comes out with quarterback rankings, which we'll probably talk about, you know, <laughs> next week, right? You've got Big Ten Jeff that thinks he's an idiot, which, you know, people think I'm an idiot. People think you're an idiot, right? It happens. Especially when you're sometimes, yeah. right? Especially we think Jeff's an idiot at times. So, yeah, it, it, it all works out, right? It's all yep. big, happy family. But, you know, you have opinions, and I do think that they're validated when you're on uh, a bigger network. And, and Chris Sims has done a a really good job of climbing that ladder, and and he goes through this every single off season talking about quarterbacks. He, whether you like it or not, is very educated on the quarterback position. Whether it's studying with John Gruden back in the day as a as his head coach, just the the psychology of quarterbacking, the mechanics of quarterbacking. And then he obviously has his own opinion. Uh, the opinion come sometimes is right, sometimes is wrong. But this one with Ryan Tannehill, I do think out of all of them, you could sit here and say Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league and nobody's probably going to argue, right? Sure. This is, I feel like, a little bit of controversy of where Ryan Tannehill resides because you have – on-field play but you also have results team winning and losing and what they've been able to do over the last several years so that's kind of where we are with Chris Sims and and Ryan Tannehill in this conversation yeah and then uh Eric does didn't you uh, catch passes from him Zach when he was an NFL quarterback when Chris Sims was trying to get back in the lead Zach was out there at a park in West End uh catching some passes you know, just from trying Chris to help just trying to help guys get in the league. That's all. You yeah. know, that's uh, that's all I can do. Uh, uh, Zach was doing. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll say this. Mason Kinsey wishes he was Zach Bingham. <laughs> Mason <laughs> Zach Bingham practice squad quarterback for for Chris Sims. Honestly, and on that, you know, I valued the conversations or relationships I had with Chris. It, there was a cool factor of catching footballs from an NFL quarterback, and they came in hot. I had to wear winter gloves, the gloves they give you on a snow day because first time I didn't have those and my hands bruised because, I mean, it's pop. There's some pop there. But it was what I learned, the stories we told, the stories he told me about, you know, his dad and the NFL and and all of that. So uh, it's a great valued relationship. And it's always good to see uh, a guy like Chris Sims uh, be where he currently is. Yep. So let's hear Chris Sims, former NFL quarterback, now on uh, – uh, football, uh, I guess, pro football talk with Mike Florio doing a national show every weekday morning. Here's Chris Sims on Ryan Tannehill from this offseason. Right in the dead center of all starting quarterbacks at 16. Why do you have him there? He's still really good. I mean, the one, you know, you look at the Tennessee Titans, the thing I'd say right off the bat is Ryan Tannehill ain't the problem with the Tennessee Titans. I mean, you know, you get down to the list of the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill doesn't come up to a long, long time down that list. He's one of the most consistent passers in the NFL. Rarely do I come away coming from a, watching a game on film of the Tennessee Titans going, oh, man, Tannehill and a lot of bad decisions. Oh, Tannehill missed, he missed a lot of wide open receivers and just couldn't throw the ball accurate. 
No way. That's where he's he's special in that department. He maximizes what they do on the offense. It's not sexy, Mike. He doesn't have a sexy personality, so he's kind of always that guy. You know, he's not a superstar either. So he's the kind of guy sometimes that, you know, everybody looks for, ooh, I think we can do better. And I want to be like, well, all right, well, be careful with that. You know, because all I know is, you know, again, this is where I'm here to do this. Hey, the support system around him last year was, was not good. I mean, come on. Most people can't even name a receiver on the Tennessee Titans football team. Let me ask people this. If you don't think Ryan Tannehill is good, how'd, how'd they look without him last year? I would ask people that. Oh, that's right. They couldn't even get first downs. They couldn't even throw the ball. They couldn't even do anything offensively. So that's where I respect him. He's a very good athlete. He's a better athlete than he shows. He needs to run more. He's too much of a statue in the pocket at times. He does not have a lot of variety of releases and all that, Mike. But he doesn't need a lot of room to throw in the pocket. And, man, he's a bullseye thrower. I mean, he hits the bullseye a lot. And that's where I uh, I really like Ryan Tannehill's game. There's Chris Sims, former NFL quarterback, having Tannehill at 16th out of 40. And that's not the conversation today. It's where he ranks. Well, we can talk about that uh, later on. But there is a couple things that Chris Sims said uh, about Tannehill that I want to expand on and get some of uh, the chat involved. I saw some comments flying in here that some I agree, some I, I disagree. But real quick, the Bone and Joint Institute, they can get you healthy whenever that inconvenient injury pops up in life. Whether you're just living life and you get hurt. Maybe your son or daughter's playing youth sports. Maybe you're out there playing rec sports uh, in the grown-up league, uh, and that injury happens because that's just what happens when you get older. Don't just let it linger. Don't just let it sit there and be a pain. Don't let it be an excuse in a conversation that you have every day with yourself. Go get it fixed. Go get it looked at. The Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin, they are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, and they've got all the experts there that can deal with any type of injury in life or in sports. So check them out right there in Franklin. They can do everything under one roof. They've also got clinics across uh, Williamson County. Drove by one last night there in Brentwood. But check them out at boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports were powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. They're the king of sports books. And you can use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. You have to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses for new users. Download the app in your Apple or Android app store. All right, Zach. So we just heard Kristen discuss Ryan Tannehill. He's the 16th quarterback. He talked about how accurate he is. He talks about how he likes Ryan Tannehill's game. And I do think. I agree a lot with Chris Sims point of, you know, you have to go a, a, a ways down the list of Titans problems before you get to Ryan Tannehill. Uh, you do see some people, uh, you know, Nate's burner saying $36.5 million for a top 16 quarterback makes him sick. Well, uh, you'd be surprised. There's, you know, it's not that far off when you're talking about the money that Ryan Tannehill is being allocated this season, 27 in cash and 36 million on the cap uh, right there for Tannehill. But yeah, I think he didn't have weapons. We all know that. And we also saw that the Titans offense was completely anemic when Ryan Tannehill was out of uh, the game last season with the ankle injuries. And they were winning a lot more games with Tannehill than they were not. And that's kind of been the situation with Ryan Tannehill since he entered for Mariota in 2016 is that they've won a lot more games than they've lost with Ryan Tannehill compared to the gap between Steve McNair and Ryan Tannehill. And Ryan Tannehill has been the most successful quarterback in this franchise since Steve McNair going back to 2006. So, Zach, uh, what were your initial takeaways from Chris Sims' comments uh, right there on Tannehill? Well, I, I kind of compare this, and really 
the most ringing thing that I heard in that clip was at the very end when Chris Sims said, I really like Ryan Tannehill. And that ultimately is my issue, is he really likes him. He doesn't love him. And that's that's been the case of where the Titans are. They've got a quality quarterback, but they don't have the pieces around him. He made some very valid points. I mean, mm-hmm. watching this team, he said some things that were absolutely true. But Ryan Tannehill is a little bit of the problem, too. I, I think that he didn't really he didn't dive in deeper to Ryan Tannehill's probably downfalls of his Titans career, which is in the playoffs, right? And you know, you look at the the bridesmaids with twenty seven dresses. That it, there's nothing wrong, but she she hasn't fallen in love yet. The Titans want to fall in love with the quarterback. A lot of teams in the NFL want to fall in love with the quarterback. They want to find their person. They want to find their Patrick Mahomes, their Josh Allen, their Joe Burrow, their Jalen Hurts, even. But the Titans don't have that. They really like who they're with, but they don't like them enough to extend their contract. They don't like him enough. Now, they like him enough not to cut and release him. They like him enough to pay him $27 million in the final year before voidable years of his contract, but they don't love him. And that's why they've drafted quarterbacks the last two years. And you could say two years ago when they drafted Malik Willis, that was a backup. That was a backup project that they were taking a third round pick. If it worked, it worked. If it didn't, it didn't. That's what it was. With Will Levis being drafted, they're looking to replace Ryan Tannehill. It's it's clear to see. 16th, we'll talk about that uh, on another show, Mm -hmm. but that's not good enough, right? If you say that you're halfway there with your quarterback, which is the most important position in all of team sport, that's not good enough because your team's not good enough. Yeah, so Zach, you, you said something uh, that I wanted to bring up, and you know, and you know, you said, you know, the tight every team's looking for their Patrick Mahomes to fall in love, and and Trey brings up which teams don't want their Mahomes or don't want their their Joe Burrow, and you talk about you know ha- having to wait until you fall in love for a long time in life. Well, Zach, Patrick Mahomes broke one of the wildest streaks in I think NFL history that was so under discussed is that before Patrick Mahomes won a game as the starting quarterback for the Chiefs, the most recent, the most recent quarterback drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs to win a game for the Chiefs as a starting quarterback was Todd Blackledge, who was drafted in 1983. So the Chiefs went from drafting Todd Blackledge in, in 1983, and he played a few seasons there with the Chiefs, they went multiple, they went three damn decades without drafting a quarterback who won a game as a starter. I'm not talking about go to the playoffs. I'm not talking about make the Pro Bowl. I'm talking about winning a game in the regular season as a starter. So the Kansas City Chiefs, they were waiting a long time to find that love that they fall in. And they were for, criticized right? for it. Yes, I know, but like they, they tried Joe team? Montana, they tried Alex Smith. I mean, Elvis Durback, right? Like, there's so many Trent Green, but that's just the bizarre thing of 
that again they were I criticized think, for that i know but like that's <laughs> such a, <laughs> but that's the point is just because they did it doesn't mean that it's right or doesn't mean that it's I, wrong they were criticized yeah so I, that's why i'm sitting here you criticize the titans and it's hard it's but easier I'm said winning, than done like, that's that's an that's like you have to like try hard to not have a quarterback uh, but other teams, I gave other examples. Other teams have quarterbacks that they're in love with. The San Diego, the, the Los Angeles Chargers, is are in love with with Herbert. They are. Nobody's complaining about him. Herbert hasn't uh, won a damn thing. Yeah, I mean, there are people that are starting to be like, "Why is Justin Herbert getting all this love?" But again, like, I, I don't. I, I think you know, we, we'll we'll talk about the but whole. Justin quarterback Herbert thing. is ranked a hell of a lot higher on everybody's list than Ryan Tannehill. Yes, because of I think age and upside and and just that's ceiling, the point. Right? That's the I, point I'm making. No, I, I get it. I get it. And yeah, people. I don't think anybody's truly in love with Ryan Tannehill as a Titan starting quarterback. But, no, they really like him. But yeah, and or and some people if, don't. Some and people if you just kind of like him. And if you're gonna try to replace Ryan Tannehill, Chris Sims also said in his segment about Tannehill that yeah, he thinks the Titans could win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. He also said, I, I don't, I, well, dis- he, well, I disagree he, with him. Well, uh, let me finish the point. He did say, if you put Tannehill on the Niners that Jimmy Garoppolo took to the Super Bowl a few years ago, the Niners probably are the Super Bowl champs if they have Tannehill instead of Jimmy G. Uh, Who knows, right? You can't make that hypothetical. But you, he also said, if you want to try to replace Ryan Tannehill, okay, but be careful because you might not find anybody better than Ryan Tannehill for quite some time. And so there is a, there is a level of having to just kind of hope you understand what you're wishing for and uh, and be okay with swinging and missing over and over and over because the Titans, you know, it was the right move to move on from Steve McNair to Vince Young. It was the right time to do that. And uh, you understood that that was correct business, but you had to live with the consequences. And that was Vince Young was a bust. The next quarterback, Jake Locker, was a bust. And the quarterback after that, Marcus Mariota, had a lot of good things, but ended up not being the savior for the franchise like everybody wanted him to be. And so it took three swings for the Titans to end up hitting on insurance with Ryan Tannehill. So speaking of that, let's let's discuss, and we'll play this Chris Sims video again and ask the chat more of a question to, to get them more involved. Do you buy or sell what Chris Sims is saying about Ryan Tannehill? Do you buy or sell what Chris Sims is saying about Titans QB Ryan Tannehill, and we'll play the video again. But first, Zach, tell everybody about your health coverage you've got with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan in 2022. I have the same health plan under Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee in 2023, and you should too. 200 plus locations across the state, health, dental, vision, better coverage, better service, better rates. They've got you covered. They've been doing it for 75 plus years, which is unbelievable. That is a testament of longevity and who they've helped over the, that length of time. They've helped me. I'm a part of that at Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. If you live in the state of Tennessee, take a look. Go take a health assessment. It takes 20 minutes. You can do it on the phone. They ask you a bunch of questions. You answer them openly and honestly. Then they give you a quote. And then you realize it's up to you to make that decision to switch. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. 
Hey, I was a winner this weekend with BetMGM. I uh, hedged my emotions with the College World Series and picked uh, LSU to beat Tennessee. And I also uh, won with a little Nashville SC, a little honey hat trick there on Saturday night with BetMGM. You can win with BetMGM multiple times if you sign up with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports and your first bet offer. That's where you win because uh, when you use our code ATOZ Sports with BetMGM, you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if that first bet misses. So make sure you go big with your first bet to take advantage of a great first bet offer with BetMGM with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. When you sign up, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are certain qualification of requirements. Rewards issued at knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance and for problem game sport called Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So Zach, we're going to ask the question, do you buy or sell what Chris Sims is saying about Ryan Tannehill. Uh, we'll go ahead and play the video here in a bit. And there's a lot of comments uh, coming in. Buy or sell what Chris Sims is saying about Ryan Tannehill. Here is uh, Sims on 17. Right in the dead center of all starting quarterbacks at 16. Why do you have him there? He's still really good. I mean, the one, you know, you look at the Tennessee Titans, the thing I'd say right off the bat is Ryan Tannehill ain't the problem with the Tennessee Titans. I mean, you know, you get down to the list of the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill doesn't come up to a long, long time down that list. He's one of the most consistent passers in the NFL. Rarely do I come away coming from a, watching a game on film of the Tennessee Titans going, oh, man, Tannehill and a lot of bad decisions. Oh, Tannehill missed, he missed a lot of wide open receivers and just couldn't throw the ball accurate. No way. That's where he's, he's special in that department. He maximizes what they do on the offense. It's not sexy, Mike. He doesn't have a sexy personality, so he's kind of always that guy. You know, he's not a superstar either. So he's the kind of guy sometimes that, you know, everybody looks for, ooh, I think we can do better. And I want to be like, well, all right, well, be careful with that. You know, because all I know is, you know, again, this is where I'm here to do this. Hey, the support system around him last year was, was not good. I mean, come on. Most people can't even name a receiver on the Tennessee Titans football team. Let me ask people this. If you don't think Ryan Tannehill is good, how, how'd they look without him last year? I would ask people that. Oh, that's right. They couldn't even get first downs. They couldn't even throw the ball. They couldn't even do anything offensively. So that's where I respect him. He's a very good athlete. He's a better athlete than he shows. He needs to run more. He's too much of a statue in the pocket at times. He does not have a lot of variety of releases and all that, Mike but he doesn't need a lot of room to throw in the pocket. And, man, he's a bullseye thrower. I mean, he hits the bullseye a lot, and that's where I uh, I really like Ryan Tannehill's game. I really like Ryan Tannehill's game. Chris Sims wrapping that up with Ryan Tannehill. Do you buy or sell what he's saying about Ryan Tannehill? I, I do think he needs to run more, uh, but he did not run much last season because of the ankle injury where he had seven rushing touchdowns in his first couple of years there with the Titans. So, Zach, I'll send you the chat. What's everybody saying? Buy or sell? what Sims is saying. Well, Drake comes in and says, I do believe that the Titans will miss Tannehill when he leaves. And that that's a kind of a topic that we can circle back to, but buy or sell Titans. Kyle is buying. David's buying major keys. He's going to sell Sims's take. Yuri is buying. Deshaun Washington is buying. Steven is selling big time. CJ is buying. So is Roy. And so is Billy uh, selling it for a Snickers from Valentino. Marquis says he's buying. Uh, buying from Derek, buying from Nate. Uh, Pig just says mayonnaise. Uh, Jared uh, says buy. Mr. Jones is buying. Karen is buying. 
Dustin is buying. Paul is buying. Jonathan is pleading the fifth, which I guess he has a right to do, but it's not what we're asking. Caleb says buy. Devin is buying. CJ is buying. Jared is buying. Tighten up is selling, though. So is Nate's burner account. Time to move on for for all the Tana simps, (laughs) which is kind of funny. Ken says sell. He just lets you down in the playoff no matter who you put around him. And, you know, that's kind of been – that has been the history of Ryan Tannehill in a Tennessee Titans jersey since making that 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 playoff push that got the Titans to an AFC Championship game that they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. Brad is buying, Eric is buying, Joey is selling, uh, and then Andre comes in here with a super chat says he's not the problem, but he's hit a ceiling. Expiring contract, injury, and age is why we're here. How many quarterbacks, 35-plus, have won a Super Bowl? He's aging out. So to, I'm going to add to Andre's, and then I'm going to ask you what you okay. think if you're buying or selling. <clears throat> okay, Austin, did you note at the bottom of the screen, and I think this is very valuable, Ryan Tannehill over the last four years in Chris Sims's, and he said Chris Sims said a lot of things, yeah. but in his rankings, he's gone from 10, a top 10 quarterback, to 12, mm-hmm. to 15, Mm-hmm. to 16 now mm-hmm. i'm no math mathematician but that's descending that's not ascending and yeah. i do think we got to recognize where ryan Tannehill is trending pieces around him you know wide receivers play calling all of that matters but that ranking is going the wrong direction as well as other quarterbacks coming in the lead and league and jumping Tannehill during that time right well, because Herbert, right there's the that, example well look, there's several there's joe burrow josh allen justin herbert have all entered the league and have risen above Tannehill. so there's three automatic but herbert has and has won the exact same amount of playoff games ryan Tannehill has and he's only appeared in one of them yeah i'm guessing there i'm guessing trevor lawrence is probably ahead of Tannehill. so there's another yeah, one he's, right he, so he's at nine so, I mean, so there's a there's a there's several quarterbacks because th- you're just listed like four years right so that's a lot of you know, four or five quarterbacks have probably entered the league since then that are younger have flashier uh stats and also the younger players have less things to look at and say that's bad or they have less track record to point fingers at i don't i don't know about you i watched the movie air yesterday uh, i don't know if you've seen it yet but about air jordan uh, the building of that. And uh, I think one of the fun moments of in scenes of that movie is the America is going to build you up. They're going to build you up and create into something that's never been created before. And they're, they're, they're going to tear you down because that's what America does. They build you up, tear you down. They build you up, they tear you down. And Ryan Tannehill's had time to be built up to an extent. I'm not saying he's been built up like America does, but now he's had time to people point and like pick apart everything that's wrong about Ryan Tannehill and tear him down. Justin Herbert, is still being built up. He hasn't been torn down yet. So, but you're right. He hasn't done much, uh, but he hasn't been torn down yet. What is he and paid to do? <clears throat> Who? What, Brian Tano. What is he paid to do? He's, he's paid he's, to win playoff games. That's uh, what he's yeah. At the end of the day, if you continue to win and playoff he, and, games, you'll continue to collect checks. Right. And and I, it's a, in a weird way, Zach, I went back and I, I went through the, drive-by-drive, play-by-play during the show so far of the Titans AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. And you're looking at that game, and you can point at, like, two spots where the Titans offense couldn't get a first down on a third-and-passing situation, and then the Titans defense immediately gave up 
a, a touchdown to Mahomes and the Chiefs offense. And that was it, right? Like the Titans offense did a lot of good stuff to get up early in that game. Uh, they scored, they were up 10 to seven, they were up 17 to 14. And then two times they got stopped. They answered a couple times. They answered the Chiefs a couple times. They got stopped two times and Mahomes wasn't stopped by the Titans defense and the game opened up and it was over. And so is that necessarily Tannehill's fault? Is it a team effort? I think why I buy what Chris Sims is saying is because the Titans have problems. They're currently riding a seven-game losing streak. They have a ton of problems. But you have to go pretty far down the list before Ryan Tannehill becomes listed as the problem. Like I'm not trying to have another show and rank the Titans' problems, but Ryan Tannehill's probably fifth-ish on that list, and the other problems ahead of him are a lot bigger and sometimes out of his control. And so I think if you look at all the three playoff losses the Titans have had with Ryan Tannehill as a starter, you can get you can point the finger at Tannehill a few times. Absolutely. I'm not denying that. But there are also other problems with those losses that Ryan Tannehill's fault was not his. I mean, Arthur Smith had a terrible game against Baltimore. The Titans defense, the big the big talking point from Vrabel after they lost to the Chiefs in the AFC title game, was they have to get more vertical with their secondary. Logan Ryan, out. Why? Because he gave up a 60-yard touchdown bomb to Sammy Watkins and for no reason. Like So they had to get faster at, at DB. That's why they got uh, smoked. Patrick Mahomes got by Rashawn Evans, who had a broken foot during that situation. Uh, you also had <clears throat> the game against the Bengals where Todd Downing was absolutely garbage. I'm hearing and a lot I of excuses. Uh, you just no, no, gone no, through no, a no, lot no. of things. No, no, no. I'm hearing Zach. a lot of excuses. No, Zach, I'm, I literally uh, said. But that's all I'm hearing. No, Zach, I literally said before I said any of that, I prefaced it by saying, yes, in those three games, there are situations and times where you can point at Ryan Tannehill and say he wasn't good enough. But then there's other things that you're saying, man, Todd Downing was terrible. That play call was awful. When Mike Hilton knows exactly what you're going to run, then of course he's going to pick it off. But yeah, Ryan Tannehill can't throw that ball to NWI on third down with 18 seconds left to lose the damn game. Absolutely. Ryan Tannehill took a bad sack. So what was that last part? To lose the damn game? Yes. I, look, again, like I'm not. That's what I'm saying. All those other solutions, those, 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 those excuses don't matter. I, no, there's a I, lot I'm of problems. You brought hold up on. a lot of problems. Here's my thing is, this is why I sell the take. And honestly, the actions of the, of where, uh, where Ryan Tannehill is going on the rankings year after year tells us that Ryan Tannehill is not the solution. He may not be totally the problem. I would give you that, but so he's not the, the solution. Take. But but that's not that's he's not, not the, take. the solution. But that but Zach, that's not the take. Chris Sims's take is not that Ryan Tannehill is the solution. Chris Sims's take is that Ryan Tannehill's not the problem. So you sold the take but it sounds like that well, you're look, buying there, so there are some things there's a that was a long take that was like over a minute you had a lot of things in there you i i buy that you really like ryan Tannehill, but you don't love ryan Tannehill. i buy that i buy that the fact that he's he's been accurate i think that he has been accurate yeah. except for in important games yeah january 22nd interception january 22nd 2022 is but the death you, you of are Tannehill's judged based trust. on the opportunity I, that you are given i'm and, not disagreeing and, and ryan Tannehill and that titans team earned the opportunity to be the number one seed in the afc and host playoff game after playoff game to get to the super bowl 
and it was thrown into the other hands of the Cincinnati Bengals by number 17, whether it was the first throw of the game or the last throw of the game. And that is what we have to judge Ryan Tannehill on. He knows that. We know that. And sometimes it's okay. Do I think that Ryan Tannehill is the best solution for this team heading into 2023? Yes, I do. I did not think you should start Anthony Richardson if you drafted him. I didn't think that you'd probably even start C.J. Stroud or Will Levis even. I thought that you needed the bridge. That's what their approach is. I applaud them. If they give DeAndre Hopkins, if they find, if they land DeAndre Hopkins, you're now going to give Ryan Tannehill zero excuses, wouldn't you say? You've got a really good running back in Derrick Henry that's not past <laughs> his prime. You've got a second-year first-round wide receiver in Traylon Burks. You've got a, I think, a ascending star in Chig at the tight end position. Mm -hmm. You have a better uh, offensive line, and now you have a proven veteran top ten wide receiver. There's no excuses to win to what for to Ryan Tannehill for to reach do to do what like, like zero excuses to what not win the Super Bowl not make the AFC title like what's what. No excuses to, to, to meet Ryan Tannehill's expectations of where you we think he is, okay. wherever I, that I, is. I, I guess, but like, yeah, like if if the Titans get DeAndre Hopkins, I think that the, the Titans should win the AFC South. And there's they should compete in the playoffs. They have the, the roster now. All of the things you have a, a proven wide receiver, you've got young talent, you've got Derrick Henry, you now got rid of your your drunk offensive coordinator. You have that you're now you've got a solid head coach in Mike Vrabel, in your opinion. And there's another show, a championship defense. I don't think they have a championship <laughs> defense, I think they've got a, a quality defense. It's the difference between like and love. But now I don't think there's any excuses. Yeah, for I, Ryan Tannehill that I heard a lot from before like four minutes ago. No, I wasn't giving excuses. I was I was looking at three specific games and giving you examples of when Ryan Tannehill messed up and when other people around Ryan Tannehill messed up that caused Ryan Tannehill to look bad. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying that that Tannehill's uh free of fault. No, not at all. Like he has come up small in big moments. But he's not but he's proven that he's not enough. And that's hard to say, but He's not enough. He's some, he's not but he's for, not enough. I, again, I think it depends on, like you said, there's zero excuses for Ryan Tannehill, and I asked for what? Zero excuses to accomplish what? Because there's no... Like, I do he, things he hasn't done since he had the AFC Championship run. Win, win a, playoff win a, games. Win a playoff game. Okay, that's win fine. Win playoff games. If, that, no, that's cool. If, that's, if that is your uh, statement, that if the Titans sign Ryan uh, DeAndre Hopkins, then Ryan Tannehill has zero excuses to not win a playoff game. Then that's fine. Then as long as you specify that, I can get on board with seeing how that plays out. Yeah, I'm but not again, saying he's going to be the NFL MVP. He's going to be the Super Bowl MVP. I don't think that that's fair based on what we've seen from Ryan Tannehill. But if DeAndre Hopkins joins the Tennessee Titans, he needs to win playoff games. Something that he hasn't done in three plus years. All right, so let's ask this question now because I think we've kind of gotten to a, an interesting point here on the show because we've talked a lot about Tannehill, what we think about him, um, and you know, really what he has going into the season, what right, what's writing on it. But let's ask this question, Zach, to the audience: What's your trust level in Ryan Tannehill for the Titans this season on a one through ten scale? Now we also know that 
DeAndre Hopkins is not signed anywhere yet. And who knows when that's going to happen. So as of right now, you're not involving D hop in this answer, but what is your trust level in Ryan Tannehill this season for the Titans on a one through 10 level? I'll tell you what, uh, when you're looking for new equipment, you can absolutely trust uh, at a level 11 Krebs Kubota because they are middle Tennessee's elite Kubota dealer and middle Tennessee's preferred equipment provider here with three locations serving Middle Tennesseans for over 18 years in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. KrebsKubota.com is the website. They have the Kubota brand, which is the best equipment in the industry. You also get perks with great warranties and great service from just having Kubota equipment, but also you get the people behind the Krebs name. So Krebs Kubota, they strive to be the people to go to, the relationship that you need for any of your equipment needs, big or small. You just need a mower. Need a trimmer for the yard. If you've got a maybe you got a kind of dangerous lawn with a hill, you need to know which mower you need to have for that situation. Krebs Kubota can help you out. If you've got massive big projects across your property, applications and you need implementations for that, they've got the power units and everything to go with it uh, for you as well. So check them out online at KrebsKubota.com and also see them in their three locations in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro, KrebsKubota.com. There's that zero turn. You can zero turn your bank account all the way around by downloading BetMGM. Use that bonus code ATOZ Sports or the King of the Sports Book. You can go there. New users up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses for new users. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. All right. So, asking the question what is your trust level in Ryan Tannehill this season for the, the Tennessee Titans? Uh, we've talked about Chris Sims, his opinion. Ryan Tannehill is not the problem with the Titans. There's a lot of other problems for the Titans, and he really likes Tannehill's game. He's very accurate. We've seen what he's been able to do when there's been weapons, and we've seen what he's not been able to do when he hasn't had weapons and hasn't been able to stay healthy. So trust level for Ryan Tannehill on a 1-10 through 10 basis. Zach, I'll send you to the chat on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Major Keys goes with a 7. Stevens at 6. Amar is at an 8. Mr. Jones is at a 10, which is ridiculous. Steven is at a 1.17. He thinks they need to trade him. Tony's at an 8. Carl is at a 9. Andrew is at a 7. Juggy is at a 5. Jay is also uh, with Mr. Jones at a 10. Scary Harry goes 6. Bold and Bearded goes 9. Jay Bryant, 6. Jared, 8. CJ is with Jared with 8. Slightly above that is Deshaun Washington, which is 8.5. Titan Fox says seven. Jay says nine. William Jones with a six. Seven with Hopkins. Three without Hopkins. So it's a huge <laughs> drop off from Dustin. Kelvin goes five. Uh, Moj goes seven. Uh, I'm a strong six from Scott Weaver. Jonathan with a four. Eric Davis, 6.5. Joey, three. Uh, Austin, four. With D Hop, he's at a seven. Mark D is at an eight. Trust level is a zero from Nate's burner account. Seven. What does trust mean? I know his ceiling. It's average. Uh, to win the South, it's eight. Jacob says six point five. So a lot of numbers, and I think you know they range, you know, between I'd say five and you know nine. That those are kind of the majority of what it is in between there. Austin, what is your trust level in Ryan Tannehill heading into this season? Yeah, I um, I know I'm going to be a lot higher than you are. That's for a fact. Uh, my trust in Ryan Tannehill, I think, is that I'm going to go seven point two. I don't, I think seven's too low. Seven and a half, you know, being that close to an eight feels a little high. I feel like 
7.2 is the right temperature of porridge in my trust level from Ryan Tannehill. Is that without DeAndre Hopkins, too? That, yeah, without I, – I trust Ryan Tannehill. Where I don't – what I don't trust with the Titans' offense is the things around Ryan Tannehill that can get Ryan Tannehill in trouble or that can get Ryan Tannehill in the blue tent and on the sidelines. I, I trust Ryan Tannehill to do the right thing. I, I think this guy's motivated. I've watched, I've only missed two practices so far in their offseason practices that have been open to the media. Ryan Tannehill looks healthy. He looks energized. Everybody's energized at this time of year. I get that. But I, I've seen Ryan Tannehill now for like four years uh, at this time of the year. Ryan Tannehill looks the part. He looks so much better than the other two quarterbacks on the roster by miles. Uh, and he's been good. Like he hasn't been bad. He hasn't made mistakes. He's been confident. He's been light. He feels like he's in a good spot. So I trust Ryan Tannehill. I've also seen him building some relationships with some of the younger players on the offense with weapons and Burks and Chig. I think those two guys have a great rapport with Tannehill so far. I like what I've seen with a growing confidence that Ryan Tannehill might have in Tajay Spears and how does that continue to develop? We know Kyle Phillips and he were on the same page last summer until Phillips got hurt. So I trust Ryan Tannehill. What I don't trust is the offensive line yet and to keep him healthy. I don't necessarily trust the receivers and pass catchers outside of the few that I've named on a consistent basis. Uh, you know, Outside of Chig and Traylon, who's going to be consistently reliable for Tannehill for me to trust? I don't know. I like Tim Kelly but there's been nothing that Tim Kelly can do to earn my trust yet. So I don't trust the things around Tannehill, but yeah, I, th I have trust in Ryan Tannehill to do his job. So 7.2 out of 10 is where I land with my trust level in Tannehill. Do, I mean, you, do you trust Ryan Tannehill to take the Titans to new heights? I mean, define new heights. Well, win more playoff games than they've been winning. To win a playoff game? It, is that, so if, if Ryan Tannehill gets the Titans into well, you, the playoffs. Your job as a quarterback is to win playoff games, plural. It's it, like, where are you? Like, wh that, that's, I think the, the, the issue is, is like, where are we? We're sitting there yeah. just trying to, the Titans are just trying to win one playoff game and then get no, bounced? No, I think, well, you have to also be fair to what Tannehill can only, I think what you said is, where are we? As in, where are the Titans? The Titans are asking, where are we? in the NFL landscape, and then what is a fair expectation for Ryan Tannehill to take this group of Titans to that new heights, if you want to label it that. I think if the Titans make the playoffs with Ryan Tannehill being the starter for the season, then I, then I do think Ryan Tannehill should be expected to win that playoff game. And if they get to that point with this current team, then I believe Ryan Tannehill's probably proven himself during the regular season to win that playoff game because they got there. I guess that's how, like if the Titans get there, then yeah, I think they should win that playoff game. But the second round of the playoffs, I don't know, because I don't know. I think we all understand that the teams, the Titans would most likely play in the second round of the playoffs are expected to be a lot yeah. higher than the Titans. And so do I expect Ryan Tannehill to upset the Buffalo bills in Buffalo in the divisional round or the chiefs or the Bengals? in those other stadiums in the divisional round? No, I don't expect that. But do I expect Ryan Tannehill to win the next home playoff game that he has? Yes, he absolutely better. So that's his ceiling. I think that is, I think Ryan Tannehill's ceiling 
currently is to win a home playoff game with what we currently know about the rest of the team. Which is without DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. And with, without, you know, you can feel good about where Traylon Burks is at, but do you know? No, you, you, you like, Oh, the offensive line is going to be better. Well, yeah, because we also get... understand that Ryan Tannehill is not the long-term solution for this franchise. Yes, correct? And yes, yes. You're not trying we, to sell me on that. We know. Uh, no, I, I'm. I'm saying that I think if the Titans get to the playoffs, that means they probably won the division, and they're probably hosting a playoff game. I would expect Ryan Tannehill, that led his team to that spot, to go win that game. All right, kick it to the King Productions, throws some lunch money and says four. During the seven-game skid, Tannehill was in Cincy playoff mode, had no choice but to trust him because you're paying him $36 million. Well, you're paying him $27 million. He's counting 36, and the reason why that is because of Julio Jones. So if you wanted Julio a couple years ago, this is the – consequences of paying Julio Jones $17 million for one year because he's counting $8 million on the cap and Tannehill restructured his deal to put make it 36 this year. So not Tannehill's fault either. Yeah, I'm I'm probably at a a 5-5, five, five, but I just like I said, my rating of trust would increase quite I'm gonna say quite a bit probably closer to just under a seven if DeAndre Hopkins is signed. Because now, the one thing that we have seen from Ryan Tannehill, the best year he had was 2020 when he had a 2,000-yard rusher, Corey Davis, and A.J. Brown, right? Like, that was his best season. I and, mean, you're missing, and you're missing a couple things in that, too. You're missing a really healthy offensive line outside of Lawan who got hurt and Jonu pitched in, right? Roger Saffold, Ben Jones, Nate Davis, and who was the right tackle that year? I guess 2020. Was that uh, David Questenberry? Wouldn't it Kelly? Maybe it could have been Dennis Kelly. Yeah, but also Arthur Smith, right? Like So Arthur Smith was in his second season as an offensive coordinator play caller and was really damn good that year. Right. I mean, yes, there are. there's the nuance of that. But I think DeAndre Hopkins... I expect Ryan Tannehill now to win multiple playoff games with DeAndre Hopkins. And if he doesn't, you have your answer. I think you have your answer anyway, because I I don't think, I think this Tannehill knows he, this year, Austin, Ryan Tannehill is playing to play for another team next year. I mean, I don't disagree. Like, and that's another show. So so the Titans, I, and this is what it looks like they're trying to do. They're trying to sign DeAndre Hopkins. They invited him. They wooed him. They wined and dined him. Whatever, right? They gave him Southwest points. The For, for what DeAndre Hopkins represents, I think this is – the Titans, if they land him, you should applaud to actually give Ryan Tannehill all of the tools that he needs to go, I think, in their minds to win a Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, in their yeah, minds. saying in their minds. Yeah, yeah. I had to think on that for a second. In their minds, yes. Well, with the championship defense, like you say, then they they should have all the pieces. Well, 
I mean, I, I said it. Uh, it, it look, we, we're we're going to have a championship defense conversation. I would bet on it to happen hopefully this week. So Bobby asks, he says he's late, but he's got something that he wants uh, us, which I'm going to say is probably me since I'm more pro Tannehill than Zach. Uh, what something did offend about Ryan Tannehill? Uh, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. Check out the Palisade. They've got a full-size SUV in the Palisade with third-row seating, all the bells and whistles, sport mode, snow mode, fuel efficiency. They've got it all. It's a great SUV. They also got a four-door sedan like the Sonata, the Elantra, the Tucson, the Santa Fe, even the Ionic, which is battery-powered. So that's a new wave of vehicle. It is trusted. It's a great brand, and you can get a great price if you test drive one today at Wilson County Hyundai. Check out their inventory online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. With BetMGM, you can win big on that first bet because your first bet offer with signing up with code uh, TOZ Sports is a uh, bet you can get back up to $1,000 in bonus bets if that first bet misses. That's with code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with the BetMGM app and make your first deposit. Again, go big with that first bet with BetMGM. So, the comment I wanted to get to, uh, and I got to scroll back up because I lost it here. But uh, Bobby, Bobby says, I'm late. Please defend Tannehill averaging 150 passing yards and two interceptions per playoff game. So look, I'm not fact checking Bobby Light 45 stats, but Bobby Light's gonna do you I, right. I don't know if two interceptions per game in the playoffs is what is accurate to what Ryan Tannehill averages. Uh, I feel like 150 yards passing per playoff game is somewhat close. The two interceptions I question, but I, I think this isn't. I mean, if you want to look that up real quick, yeah, because I think he's right. Um. You know, I don't and know. Bobby but, Light's going to do you right. But again, think, like, you know, Bobby Light, I mean, you make a rhyme out of something and now you're all in. Well, on you, well people know, if you know who Bobby Light is, Bobby Light. I don't know who, I don't know, not know who Bobby Light is. Uh, you never used to watch Robin Big? Um, I Occasionally, but. Go YouTube Robin Big, Bobby Light. It's good quality content. And so the that's the thing. Rob, so it's like, no, the, the late Big. big. Yeah, Rob. Rob's, Rob's still around. Rob is Bobby Light. Okay, so, so I'll check. Was... I'll check those stats. Okay. But and you know, I'm curious to see yeah, what you have defend, to say. Defending that, like I think, I think Ryan Tannehill box score criticizers are looking at the Titans' win over the Patriots and the Titans' win over the Ravens uh, in the playoffs, and looking at Tannehill throwing for under a hundred yards in those games as anti-Tannehill, when really. Uh, Tannehill got those leads to begin with. He had touchdown passes early in the game, one to Ferkshire against New England, one to Janu against the Ravens, and then a deep shot to Khalif, deep ball Raymond uh, there to put the Titans up big on the Baltimore Ravens. And then once the Titans had leads uh, in those two games, they ran Derrick Henry because nobody could stop Derrick Henry. So those two games where Ryan Tannehill was really freaking good in the first half of those games to get the Titans leads is why Ryan Tannehill did not have good box score stats is because he helped them get a lead and they sat on it and bulldozed through everybody with, with Derrick Henry. So that's going to lower those stats. You know, I, I think that's about it. You know, like I, I feel like that's a tired attack on Ryan Tannehill is just looking at his average passing yards per game in the playoffs because there's so few games 
that two games of under 100 yards are going to skew the average. Yeah, I think what he's bringing up is that since the AFC Championship game, Ryan Tannehill has not helped his team win in the most, in the best way possible. He's hurt his team, not helped his team since that, since he got the big contract, right? He earned the contract. We all believe that. He was better than Mariota. He was better than, you know, what the Titans had before. But since him earning that contract, he hasn't earned it. He's gotten to playoff games and played poorly or not made it. That, I think, is the point. And so that's his history. We didn't do it. He did. His teams did. But that's his history. And scary. Since he got the contract, he has not played well. He in has playoff games. since in playoff games, you say he's not played well. Okay. Like, but that's I, what matters. Well, Nobody I, I, gives a rip about the regular season. Well, well scary is saying seven straight losses. Ryan Tannehill had, that did not have yeah, anything. I, to, I'm not saying that's what's scary I, I know that. saying. But Tannehill earned the contract and then Tannehill balled out the year after the contract. And in 2020's playoff game against the Ravens, the offense was bad. Tannehill was not bad during that game. The offense was bad. It was their worst offensive performance since week one of that Isn't season. Isn't he the leader of the offense? Yes, but like again, like let's not just. just but yeah, I feel like he's just brushing over that. No, I'm I'm not because I I believe and I feel like I've been consistent with this for almost freaking three years, two plus years now. That that was Arthur Smith's worst performance as a play caller as a Tennessee Titan. You, compared- you always blame the play caller. You blame the play caller in every playoff game. You blame the play Todd Gowling as a playoff play caller. You blame Arthur Smith. When are you going to blame Ryan Tannehill and his three interceptions in the I blame- best opportunity to win a Super Bowl that they've had since two thousand and eight? When are you going to start? Taking the accountability I, I of am. the quarterback, yeah, who's the leader of the team that gets paid the most amount of money on the damn team. That's two, the problem. Yeah, but okay. Two the first two interceptions in the Bengals game were on Todd Downing. That was terrible play calling and terrible play designing. The third that broke the game was on Ryan Tannehill. It was a bad decision. So yeah, like that. But that's just the that's just the facts. That's just the facts of those three interceptions. Like I don't like, and I, I am pro finding out the real reason behind the interception in every interception. Some quarterbacks throw more than others. That also means that they might be willing to take more risks, but every interception is its own story. And that's all I want to say. And, and I, I don't think I'm exonerating Ryan Tannehill of any wrongdoing in the playoffs. I think I can look at other reasons on why, a football team lost a playoff football game and know that the quarterback had a role in it, but wasn't the reason why they lost. But multiple roles. So in all three of the last playoff losses, Ryan Tannehill has been a huge percentage of why they've lost all three of those games. Whether they could not convert on third and long or whether they could not control the football the and offense, throw interceptions. The offense has been the reason why the Titans have lost. Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback. I understand. Do you, do you, so yes, who's responsible? The quarterback, the head coach and the offensive coordinator. Those the, are the three. The quarterback. That's fine. The quarterback Zach, has I, Zach, I can, the most I can, control. He touches the ball. He makes the decisions. He threw the interceptions. 
He could not get the first. When you don't get first downs late in games, Austin, you're not running the football. You're throwing it. You know football. I, I, you've watched enough. I've watched you watch enough. That. Yeah. Then, then accept that. But it's like, the quarterback's responsibility. It is. But the last two playoff losses were one-score games where they could still run the football, and the and the running of the football got stuffed. Like again, like why can't we look at I'm this done. complex? I'm like done. this. I've like, said what I need to say. If that, you don't, if you, if you're, if you just, I, I, I'm done. Amnesia says Titans uh, lose playoff game because they played Henry based football and true, they can't part get of it. past themselves. Yes. Tannehill was good until Henry came back. Yeah, there's they also, also played bad teams down those. But hey, there's also a legitimate look. Go look at Derrick Henry's numbers in the three Titans playoff losses. Right, Derrick Henry was also not very good in those games too. Yeah, like, you know why? Because the defenses are going to try to stop the best player, which is Derrick Henry, to force the quarterback to try to beat you, and he couldn't. But didn't the Ravens do the same thing? And Derrick Henry, the Ravens also did the same thing, and the quarterback beat him, and and Derrick Henry balled Every out. Every team is going to do that, right? Derrick so, Henry is the the biggest threat on the field. You're going to make Ryan Tannehill beat you in playoff games. History shows Austin that he can't. Yeah, but they've also stuffed Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry's but, been able. You to, said yeah, but yeah, just stop it. Yes, but I correct. But Zach, I also think and and Derrick Henry, go watch the Miggles game again. Derrick Henry was not good, and that was there, coming off the, the defenses play. are always going to placate to that. That's the we know what the Titans' identity oh, is. The defense tries to it's stop the, the offense. The best you're going to make somebody else beat you, and that somebody else is Ryan Tannehill until he beats I, you. I, but he hasn't think, beaten anybody. Again, my overall point. My overall point is that, yes, Ryan Tannehill has fault in the Titans losing three consecutive playoff games. My overall point, The though, majority of fault. No, my, that's, my, that's my problem with it. Yeah, that, is well, that, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not wrong. I'm correct. Is that Ryan Tannehill is not the number one reason why the Titans have lost three straight playoff games. He is not, the majority of people put too much fault on him than he deserves. That is my overall point. Well, why, He's why a part of the problem. He's a long-term contract if that's not his fault. What? Why don't why, then? Why don't they re-sign him? Why don't they? Right, the, their actions tell you that he has been the problem. No, they drafted the, quarterbacks to replace him. Can he? he he's not but, forty. But this is. But there's also it's it, there's also an understanding Action. of multiple things being the case at the same time. The team Ryan, is telling you what they're doing. They Ryan don't believe Tan, in the guy anymore. On, They've know. signed a contract that they're going to hold to, but. They're drafting over him. No, they're planning for the future. And I think the Titans are doing a dangerous thing Brian by trying Tannehill's to... Ryan Tannehill's not 45. You could plan for the future if he was good enough with uh, him. They're not doing that. Look, I, look, I think here... I, I'm going to say this, okay? And this, I don't know if you're going to think this is controversial or not. Has Ryan Tannehill most likely hit his ceiling as a Titans starting quarterback? Yeah, probably. Has Ryan Tannehill been the fault of three playoff losses? He's been part of it. Has he been over blamed for it? Yes. All of these things I said are true. No, wrong. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. So yeah. some of them are, but no, they're, they're not all true. <laughs> uh, here, here's a quick, before we get to uh, ask me anything, uh, kick it to the King predictions. Zach, a defense that averages 20 points, given up a game. Every single NFL GM would say, where do I sign? You should be able to score more than three TDs. Not sure what that was in reference for. That was earlier, yeah, but maybe I 
championship defense comment? Maybe, maybe, maybe so. So we can bring that back up. But we disagree fundamentally on this. I place a lot more blame on Ryan Tannehill than yeah. you ever will, and that's what it is. That's okay. And I, All right. I've got to accept that. That's fine. A to Z Sports here live on this Monday. It is time for a Monday Ask Me Anything, but it's also time to free up your life of annoying spam callers with the Aura app. Use our link, aura.com slash ATOZ. I'm going to paste that link right here in the chat right now on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Aura.com slash ATOZ for a two-week free trial to get rid of data brokers from selling your information. Uh, they found, Aura found 30 data brokers that had my info, and now they strip my info away from them. So I'm getting less spam calls, less robocalls, less spam emails, and less junk mail in my actual mailbox at home. So Aura does all of the internet safety for you on your behalf and automatically opts you out of those requests on your behalf too. They've also got a password manager, a VPN, identity and uh, credit monitoring and theft control. So check out Aura and use our link. Again, Aura.com slash ATOZ. If you use that link, two weeks for free, they got rid of those data brokers in like six days, uh, five or six days for me. So Aura.com slash ATOZ for a two-week free trial. Got a couple of good comments I'm going to get to before asking anything. But first, BetMGM, download the app today. Use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. They, they give you different boosts. They give you sometimes bonus bets. I want a bonus bet this past weekend. That's BetMGM. So a couple of comments before we get to there, because I do think uh, this is valuable. This is a good question. Let's bank this. Yeah. Jason Martinez says, did the Titans draft Levis because of Tannehill or Willis? I think it's a good question. I am writing that down. <clears throat> yeah, um, we need the topics over the summer. I I, know, Jason, yeah. I think that you brought them. Did Roy, Titans. did you ever check the interception total? I did. So five games, he threw five picks. So Billy Light, Billy Light did us wrong. It's yeah. one he averaged one interception, not yeah. two. There's yeah. a lot of interceptions. It's a big difference. It's a big difference, though, because three of those came in one game. Right? Which was the most important sure. game, which was the uh, the, the well, best opportunity to actually win a Super Bowl game. No, it was no. home game that you would have gotten another home game no, the if most you would have won that home game. Uh, the most that you think that's the most important game because it was the most recent. The most important game was the one in Kansas City when they had a seventeen to fourteen lead in the first half. They weren't going to win that game. <laughs> Easy uh, to say that three years later. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I and. Uh, anyway, we digress. Here is, uh, I, I found this on the internet. When I when we do Monday questions, I go to the internet and I try to find, you know, unique questions. Do you collect anything? That is the question. So you got to look back, like, do you collect things? I'll give you an example. You know, I used to collect pogs, you know, those pogs back how, in the day. How old were you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just turned 36 yesterday. No, 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 no. So they... no. How old were you when you were collecting? Like, how recent were you still collecting pogs? Oh, when I was a kid. I, okay, I don't... just making sure. Just making I don't sure. still collect pogs. I mean, you never know, man. <laughs> I think you know me better than collecting <laughs> pogs. You never know. Uh, what do you, do you collect anything? I thought that, that was a, like, there's Jared Gunn's gold and silver. You know, I think the older you get up, you graduate from... <laughs> Pogs to guns, gold and silver. Um, but do you collect anything? Orlando says he used to have a bunch of Pez dispensers. Vinyl, mm. albums only, have a few thousand. That's pretty good. Pokemon cards, which now have become a craze from KG. Cologne and cigars from our guy Deshaun Washington. 
Uh, let's see here. Cardboard boxes. <laughs> I think everybody collects cardboard boxes because everybody uses Amazon. Uh, Steven collects heartbreaks. Uh, Pokemon cards from Dustin. Knives, brass knuckles, paperweights, and throwing cards. Uh, I'm kind of scared of Matt. Just... Yeah, right. He can kill you <laughs> or hurt you very badly. Um, football cards. That's also one. Sports yeah. cards from AJ. NFL mini helmets and rock music tin signs. Those are pretty cool. I had some Harry I had Potter a... memorabilia. I had a solid uh, mini helmet collection back in the day. Those are fun. Um. Sports cards have about a thousand comic books. I see coming in from Eric Jordan's again. I, I watched the air movie, I, I really enjoyed the air. Movie. I've been meaning to watch that. I liked, I just haven't had I liked it, it was good. You'll like you, it because you look because you appreciate the business side of the conversation. In the movie, do I collect things? Yes, um, shot glasses there. That's it. There's, there's one kind. There's one item that I guess I I technically collect because I'm kind of waiting until I'm later on in life to put put it together for something. I've got a stack in a couple different places of my office where I've collected media credentials um, for all the types of events that I have covered over the past decade, and at some point. I will put together all of those media credentials in some sort of collage in a frame and have it in my office down the road. And those media credentials could go from covering Titans games, covering Preds playoff Stanley cup final games, uh, covering sec media days, whatever the heck it might be bowl games. I I don't know. There's a lot of things, uh, sec basketball tournament, but I I've got, a lot of collection, a lot of things, just media credentials that I've been to, uh, to kind of put it all in a, in a frame and just kind of look at it, see what all I've been, where I've been at. Yours is similar to mine. I want to get to major keys says Tannehill will be on the positive. If the Titans win game one, I think we'll talk more about that. Obviously as game one approaches of, of what the impact that could be, but I have collected tickets. Yeah. So not just credentials, but like concert tickets. Now, the problem is, is you don't get those anymore, right? Mm-mm. But I'm talking like concert tickets from when I was like, I don't know, very young. Like that my my parents would take me to different places, sporting events. Uh, I've got probably the coolest gift that I've ever gotten was my dad gave me the framed Buccaneers tickets in 1994 that made me a Bucks fan when I was mm-hmm. seven, but I, I too want to create a collage. I, I'm not to that point yet, but yeah. I, I probably will pay somebody to do it. That yeah. has a little bit more artistic uh, ability Absolutely. Um, and craftsmanship, but that's what I would, I you're probably closer to finishing your project than me, but just because you're not going to get many more tickets. I, and I've, I really had to think about that because I haven't added to the collection. <laughs> yeah. Like what are you gonna do? Print out your uh, no. piece of eight by 10 printer paper and no. put it in there. Yeah. It's just not the same. So I thought that was a good question. Yeah, no, that's good. And that leads me to think of another uh, question. I don't, maybe we've already asked this before on a Monday is like, what was your first concert? What was your, what's your first ticketed, event that you remember i don't know 
And Jacob brings up Starwood. I went to Starwood numerous times, and I've got a handful of Starwood uh, amphitheater ticket stubs, which is pretty cool. I I do have, speaking of, now this is the third time that I've mentioned Michael Jordan today. I do have a Michael Jordan collection around my office. I've got a cardboard cutout Gatorade uh, that's like a life-size MJ that I think is 32 years old. The cardboard cut, I think it's from 91 or 92. And then I've got an MJ poster here and I've got an MJ Tiger Woods framed uh, picture over there in the office. So I've got some MJ stuff. Jordan collage. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So those are my two collection things. There you go. I like it. Good conversation there. All right, guys. Heated discussion on Ryan Tannehill like it always is. A great show on this Monday. Appreciate all of you guys. Buck Rising is live tonight for A to Z Sports primetime at 8 o'clock central time we'll be back on a tuesday for more titans uh conversations make sure you give the show the thumbs up you give us that like before you go subscribe to the channel because that helps us out helps everybody have a bigger discussion about the tennessee titans as we move forward and we'll see you guys uh, enjoy the rest of your monday appreciate it as always adios